0: Merry Christmas, happy holidays to all of you out there. This is the Friendship News Hour presented to you by Bummer Dude Media. And today is December the 29th, 2022. His name is Alex, my name is Frank. Howdy, partner. Merry Christmas. Howdy, Merry Christmas. Happy, happy New bro. Year. Christmas. What a year it's been. You bet, man. man. I, I figured in, instead of drolling on about our uh, holidays, which nobody cares about, I will pose you a question. There's nothing to do sure. with holidays. But I thought it uh, plenty a mind-provoking and I was curious your thoughts. What is a habit that was either imparted on you or one that you picked up along the way that has changed your life forever? Mm, 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 mm. A habit.
1: And, 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 a and, and, habit? and I, will, I will qualify this just a little bit more. It can be bad. Yeah. That's the, honestly the first thing that came to my head was a bad habit. Mm. First thing that popped in my head was uh, sweets after a meal, particularly mm. dinner. Um, that is a habit I've had for a long time. Currently fighting. I've been dealing with obesity almost all of my life, and uh, that's I think that's a huge contributor to it. So that would be that's like the first one that pops in my head. It's like I finish dinner, you know. I always I'm not a serial killer. I don't like to eat dessert right after dinner. I think that's very strange. But you know, I, you know, an hour hour two passes. I want a sweet. I need something, some kind of munchy. So yeah, that that's one. How about a good one? How about some positive? A uh, good habit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, exercise. That's that's a habit that has been with me since high school. used to work out four or five times a week and that kind of you know it comes and goes as as life changes and everything but like I always kind of I've been able to maintain some form of exercise throughout like since high school really and like now it's like pretty part of my regimen at least like playing tennis you know and lifting comes and goes but i'd say that's that's a good one that i uh hope continues how about you
0: yeah i'm right there with you with the sweets man i went over to my mom's yesterday for to like you know we didn't we didn't get to spend christmas with her this year so we had like our makeup christmas Mm -hmm. and i went over there for dinner and the first thing i did because i know that they were there was i went into the garage fridge and i pulled out all of the cookies (laughs) because i know she bakes a shit ton of them and so i had cookies before dinner Dude, I'm a fiend for sugar. Yeah, a fiend. Me too. It's man. ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so I will piggyback on that one. A Sweet mm. tooth. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'll eat chocolate like whilst making dinner. Like it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm a, uh, am yeah, a savage with the sugar. Yeah. Um, a good one. Exercise. That's an excellent. That's an excellent one. And I'm trying not to be. Uh, Influenced by the the tweet where I saw this question, but you know, I can't help but think about having the presence of mind to make a decision for myself without a thought of of how it's going to how people are going to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Putting mm-hmm. blinders on and just going forward with what I with what I want to do with what I think is correct instead of waiting on input from other folks about.
1: You're saying that's a habit of yours?
0: Yeah, that, that's one that I that I've formulated on my own. Because I, I used like to be it. the opposite. I used to be okay, but I, if I'm going to make this, I have to think about how this person's going to think about it, how this person's going to think. How, how are they going to receive it?
1: I used to be like that. Maybe say you were more submissive. Now you're more dominant. <laughs> I guess, yes. I mean, I mean, kind of. You know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Not sexually. You know, I'm not, knowing, saying, I'm not trying yeah, to get well, in those well,
0: weeds. But. We won't talk about <laughs> those habits. <laughs> um, but uh, so so I, I saw a tweet, and uh, this person said, "A habit that changed my life forever." and gave me mental peace, I learned to tell people no without providing an explanation. And I feel like that's uh, really hard to do, right? Somebody asks you something, somebody says, do you want to do this? Or can we do that? Or, or
1: anything. And you're just like, no. I think it depends on who's asking the question, though. Because like if if I asked you a question and you just hit me with that, I'd be like, well, why? Like, I, I've Some people that maybe are more submissive will just, you know, oh, okay. I don't want to yeah. cross hairs or make anyone upset. But I mean, some people be like, well, why not? Why don't you want to go to the game? No, I, I just yeah, I disagree with that because
0: I think I think you and I have a, a respect for each other that is uh, that's pretty don't high. Don't put words in
1: my mouth, Frank. Don't put <laughs>
0: words in my mouth. Okay, my <laughs> assumption is that we respect each other highly. So if I were to ask you something and you were like, "No, I don't know," I guess I would push back, but I, I, I would like to think that I would just respect that. Okay. He has his reasons. It's not, it's not any of my concern, what they are. Let's move forward.
1: I see what you, you, I see what you're saying.
0: But maybe, okay. So here's a good example. uh, 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 Somebody at work, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, I need this or, hey, can you help me out with that? No, I guess, I guess for professional courtesy, you give them a a reason, you know, I'm busy with this or I'm blocked. I don't have the bandwidth, as they say. Mm -hmm. Um, But I saw that and I was like, huh, what is a habit that is, Giving me peace—that is positive. Uh, and the one thing, yeah, one thing I can think of is just forging a lane and having the having the courage to continue on forward, knowing that it'll probably piss some people off and ruffle some feathers here or there.
1: I, w- I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're saying it as a good thing, and I, I see how you're portraying it as a good thing. But could that also be conceived as like, oh, that guy's a dick?
0: Yeah, no, it could, <laughs> it could. But but here's the here's the beauty, and here's where you find solace in that: is that uh, uh, that is not your problem true true that is 100% right. the person that thinks that you're a dick that is their problem 100% and that is where i relish in the in the you know the atmosphere of, of creating my own lane and and that's where it, it helps when i say like i don't really care what other people think it's not 100% true i absolutely do care what people think but in 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 context if i if somebody's pissed off or there's some sort of animosity or whatever and i'm not confronted as a man You know, hey, you Mm. did this, or hey, you made me feel this way. Somebody just wants to say something about what I'm doing. That's their problem. And I, I, you know, more power to them. Hope they figure it out. But that has created in me a peace, a serenity, a a feeling of secureness that I can never give up or or that I hope I never give up.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Just don't shut yourself off from others, Frank, because we can learn something from everyone. You don't know everything.
0: Um... I, again, I beg it. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I definitely don't. I was waiting for you to go. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that is good. There is uh, something to be learned from everyone. We, sir, have learned a lot this year. Um, yeah. From from each other, from others, uh, and, and from being able to cover uh, the news of the day. Uh, given that the new year is three days away, uh, I figured it's only right that we recap. The year that was 2022. What do you say? Yes. See, I have not looked through this list. This is Wall Street Journal's uh, biggest news stories um, of 2022. So bear with me as I find the good nuggets because there's certainly going to be some dull ones here. The first thing, <laughs> and this this is in chronological order. So the first thing that shows up is January 3rd, 2022. Elizabeth Holmes is convicted. you remember her? Elizabeth, no, Holmes. Elizabeth My Holmes. My name is Elizabeth Holmes. I'm the ther- I'm the founder of Theranos. You don't remember this one? Oh,
1: woman? yes, yes, yes. She talks yes, like yes. A, she
0: like. She like created a more deep manly voice to be taken more seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, She was convicted of fraud. Uh, She was a uh, CEO founder of Theranos. She was portrayed as this big, huge prodigy. It turns out she was a total fraud and uh, she's now spending 11 years in prison because of it. Mm. So she was uh, convicted on January 3rd. uh, The same day Apple hits $3 trillion in market value, the first company to ever do that inflation increases we knew that january 18th microsoft agrees to acquire uh, blizzard that was a big deal and that's still going on they're still uh, tied up in legal battles in that one and that's about it for january we didn't cover this because it wasn't a story but we but when it became a story we we talked about it uh february 7th the national Archives says it retrieved 15 boxes of documents from Donald Trump's Florida residence at Mar-a-Lago and yes. determined that they were classified documents. That was February? That was February when that happened, but it didn't become a story until the summer. Wow.
1: Okay. I was going to say that's when they got raided. sooner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. February 13th, the Los Angeles Rams come from behind in the closing minutes to win Super Bowl. I don't know. They won the Super Bowl. Beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20. That was February 13th. February 15th, Remington Arms agrees to pay $73 million to the families who lost loved ones in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Uh, first time that a gun manufacturer has paid victims of a shooting, which uh, is a pretty big deal. Big deal. February 17th, we recall a ton of baby formula from a Michigan plant compounding in uh, supply chain problems across the world and causing months of shortages In baby formula and then probably definitely the biggest story of the year february 24th russia invades ukraine god that does not seem that long ago dude yeah what a february 24th jesus and then the same day u.s allies u.s and its allies imposed stiff sanctions on russia and that obviously
1: still going here's one thing related to that that i noticed this holiday season i wanted to see if you did too did you notice that gas dropped a shit ton right before christmas I did. Is there a reason for that? Because like, since no all idea. these sanctions and stuff went into place, it's been skyrocketed. But it was down in like the twos out here. I'm like, what? Where are we?
0: Yeah, I have no clue. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I hadn't heard a story about that, but I did notice that that gas was
1: down a bunch. Yeah, we point out a lot of things you do wrong, but thanks, Joe.
0: Thanks, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Purdue Pharma on March 3rd uh, agreed to pay six billion dollars to settle lawsuits uh, accusing them of fueling the opioid crisis. Uh, if you ask me, they got off. Small. March 16th, this is big and this will have ramifications throughout the next year and beyond. The Federal Reserve officials uh, vote to lift interest rates to slow infa- inflation, and pencil in six more increases by year's end, the most aggressive pace in more than 15 years. Hey, here we go. March 27th, <laughs> uh, Will Smith slaps the shit out of Chris Rock on stage at the Oscar shortly before winning the Best Actor award. That is, okay, so that is the craziest part about all of this. He won the award for Best Actor that, that night, mm-hmm. the night he smacked uh, Chris Rock. That shit was crazy, dude.
1: That was yeah. a wild time. He's got a new movie coming out I'm really very interested in about yeah. as like a slave it looks really really good yeah
0: well right on have you seen did you see the 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 movie that he won best uh actor for
1: no i did not i i, had, I want to that was uh the movie about the williams sisters right i think so and he played their dad yeah he played their dad king richard i think it was called or something mm-hmm. like that it looks yep. it looks good and i'm a tennis fan i should should watch it i'm slacking but this new one coming out uh pretty soon here it's called emancipation it looks great getting good reviews so well, Hopefully, Will's back, man. He's had a hard couple years and yeah. his yeah, shit's yeah. just been all in the news, man. All his personal family yeah. drama. <laughs> Feel bad for him. It does suck, man. Being a celebrity, you know, having your shit all out there. Not fun. Not yeah, fun. Not fun not when your all. wife
0: sleeps on you and then go talks about it on her talk show. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's see. April 3rd, the first reports of Russian atrocities uh, come out from the war. Evidence of war crimes in several regions that were occupied by Russian troops. I, I guess I didn't realize that this happened so long ago but april 25th elon musk has a deal to buy twitter that's when that happened
1: damn yeah well yeah yeah. because he he like threw it out there but then like didn't it it was in like arbitration and shit for a few months i believe because of the bots and all the different things that Mm -hmm. kind of came along with everything
0: yeah so april 25th the deal the deal is is in place for 44 billion Um, dollars um and then that drags on until basically november May 14th, a gunman kills 10 people and wounds three others in a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. Possible hate crime. I guess we still don't know uh, because 11 of those that were shot were black. And then uh, May 24th, probably the worst story, I guess outside of war in Ukraine, the worst story on American soil. Uh, A gunman in Uvalde, Texas kills 19 Mm. students, two adults in elementary school before being killed by law enforcement. Uh, We covered that in length. And there's still ramifications on that one from the police department, police chief, how they handled it. Uh, Pretty, pretty dark day in 2022. Uh, The crypto party is over on June 18th. Since Bitcoin peaked in November of 2021, about $2 trillion of cryptocurrency value, more than two thirds of all crypto that existed has been erased. And an industry built on swagger, enthusiasm, and optimism is seeing losses and layoffs mount. June 24th. Man, this was a big story that I don't want to say fizzled out, But certainly hasn't, uh, it certainly hasn't like, I haven't heard a ton about this. Okay. The High Court overturns Roe v. Wade on June 24th. You're Supreme right. Court eliminates yeah. the constitutional wow. right to an abortion, overruling the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision and leaving the question of abortions legality to the states. It definitely was on the ballot, and we'll probably talk about that as we get towards November. Um, it was on the ballot this year. California uh, codified it in their state constitution. A couple of places had restrictions on the ballot that were rejected. But by and large, it's been kind of quiet
1: on this front. Would you agree? It has, Yeah. That's, I, honestly, I kind of forgot that that happened, That's, which right. is crazy because it seemed like such a big thing when it happened. So
0: At the time, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Um, let's see here. June 30th, Kentaji Brown Jackson is sworn in to secede the retiring Stephen Breyer on the Supreme Court, becoming the first black female justice in the court's history. Mm-hmm. July 7th, Boris Johnson resigns as the UK's prime minister and who gives a fuck maybe one of our favorite stories of the year, July 12th, uh, a set of full-color images from the James Webb Space Telescope show stellar nurseries and distant galaxies in exquisite detail. And I'm looking at these pictures right now. God, I'm going to share my screen just so you can marvel at these one more time. These are nice. Mm. You see this?
1: God, I love that picture. Yeah. The one on the right? Just the one on the right. It just looks like a big space blanket. Yeah. Yeah, on the left. <laughs>
0: yeah. A big space blanket. That's exactly right. And you know what's funny about this? Mm. This isn't a rendering.
1: This is real, dude. Yeah. This is real deal, Holyfield. Mm hmm. They got some really cool pictures recently I saw of uh, Saturn. They focused in on Saturn and Jupiter for like the first time with this new telescope and just amazing shit, like getting even detail within like the rings of Saturn. And so, you know, like the reason there's so many rings is just because of all the debris, like, oh, and really? so, like, large ice chunks have like cleared away and that's what like will create a gap. Which then creates another ring. But for as big as they are, they're 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 humongous. They they span so far. They're only like ten meters thick. All the rings. They're, really? They're barely they're barely anything. Yeah, like thirty some feet uh, tall. But they're just very vast and wide. And they're just orbit- all ice and rocks. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. I I just learned how thin they were. Actually, it's pretty pretty wild. That is wild.
0: Moving on. July thirteenth, inflation hits a forty year high. U.S. consumer inflation accelerated to nine point one percent in June. The Commerce Department says a 40-year high that added pressure uh, to the Fed. I don't know. Maybe you felt it. Maybe you didn't. But I feel like every time I went to the grocery store, it didn't matter what I was buying, I was spending a hundred dollars. It was more expensive. Yeah, for sure. It was really ridiculous. August 12th, Kansas votes for abortion rights. Kansas voters reject a proposed state constitutional amendment that would have ended protections for abortion in the first statewide referendum on the issue since Roe v. Wade was overturned. And then August 8th. So this is. Tying back to that story back on February, FBI agents searched former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in, the, in Florida as part of an investigation into Mr. Trump's handling of sensitive documents, the first such raid at a former president's residence. And so that was August 8th. We're now coming up on January 1, and there's been no indictment. August 18th, streaming tops cable. Streaming captured a greater share of U.S. viewing time than cable TV for the first
1: time in U.S. history. Cable's dying. Dying, it's dying. It is. There's more Costco memberships in the world than there are people with cable Wow. 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 But you know what's funny is... All we're doing is we're going to streaming services that are all now combining, and at the end we're going to be back to cable. It's all just the same shit with Hulu as a channel or whatever. And you
0: know stuff. what I was talking? I was talking to somebody else the other day about uh, about taxis and how mm-hmm. taxis are now cheaper <laughs> and easier to get yeah. than uh, Uber. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it's so yep. funny, man, because that's a, that's what all they're becoming. Well, I think that's also because of cab drivers. Like I think there was so much initial pushback from all the cab drivers that were getting fucked by Uber. That like a lot of new things were imposed onto Uber as far as taxes and fees and shit like that that forced them to go up, so that they were treated the same way as a cab. I I think like there's something there where they the cab cab owners are are to blame, but you know I don't know. That's tough, man. That's really tough because like you have a division of people come in and pretty much say fuck you to people that have been, you know, maybe immigrated to America just to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a cab or an Uber. And you're talking to people, and like they literally came to America and have been driving cabs for twenty years, thirty years. Yeah. You know, it's just what they do. <clears throat> Those so are it's my like favorite stories. You have a, yeah, it's cool. You learn a lot. In some dude from Ubers Ethiopia
0: won some lottery and got a visa to go to
1: America. It's incredible. Boom. Yeah, now he's driving near the airport. Yeah, right. But yeah, no. So I, I, I think I think that's part of it. But Uber, I have noticed that Uber's got so much more expensive the last year or two.
0: Yes, dude. Yes. So. Absolutely. I won't get into that. But yeah, I've noticed the exact same thing. Moving on. September 8th, Queen Elizabeth II passes away. Britain's Mm -hmm. longest serving monarch dies at 96 years old after seven decades on the throne. Her son, Charles III, becomes king and a nation weeps. As is tradition. September 17th, uh, large-scale protests erupt in Iran over a woman's death after a dress code arrest in the coming weeks that will grow into a broader movement seeking an end to the country's system of Islamic governance. Yeah, I heard a story about this uh, the other day, and it was about sort of the—I guess the theme of this story was like the, the the pushback against the status quo. Before the Islamic Revolution in Iran, people were really— upset, maybe not to the same degree, but really upset with the Shah in Iran, right? And they wanted change from the Shah for change's sake. Back then, Iran, very liberal. Women could dress how they wanted. It was, you know, an incredibly uh, uh, liberal space with a a, a bunch of really cool things happening. But people thought that the Shah was too heavy-handed, and so they wanted change. And in an attempt to overthrow him, created a power vacuum, and then came the Islamic revolution in Iran, and now people have the change that way back then that they were asking for, but they didn't really know what they were asking for when they were asking for it. I thought it was an incredibly interesting story. In any case, um, this is the start of uh, those protests in Iran. Um, September 23rd, just weeks after uh, becoming prime minister, Liz Truss is resigning from the prime ministership. I don't know how you would say that. She's leaving uh, her post as Prime Minister of the UK as uh, the UK is in disarray. Did they replace her? Yes. They did? They did. Three
1: Prime Ministers in one calendar year.
0: Wow. Yeah. How about that? September 28th, Hurricane Ian makes landfall in Florida as one of the strongest storms on record to hit the US, causing widespread destruction and flooding, knocking out power to millions. October 6th, President Biden issues marijuana pardons. He says he will uh, pardon thousands of people convicted of simple marijuana possession under federal law and urges governors to take similar action. October 12th, a jury orders Alex Jones to pay $965 million in damages, $5 million short of a billion for repeatedly calling the 2012 Sandy Hook school massacre a hoax. The judge in the case will later add $473 million in punitive damages. Here we go. October 25th, a new leader in the UK, UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak pledges to repair the damage caused by the tax policies of his predecessor, Liz Truss, who had the shortest tenure of any British Prime Minister in history. October 27th, Meta stock plunges. Facebook parent Meta platforms loses nearly a quarter of its market value after posting a second consecutive revenue drop and growing Metaverse losses. The stock is now down more than 70% in 2022. Ouch. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, sorry about it. April 25th was when the deal was in place for Twitter. And then October 27th, Elon Musk acquires Twitter, closes his on again, off again purchase of Twitter, and begins his reign by firing the company's top executives.
1: And walking in with a sink symbolizing, yes,
0: let that sink in. This is the picture I'm seeing here. Pretty funny. Let that sink in. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, pretty funny. Uh, October 29th. Uh, There's a uh, tragedy in South Korea as more than 150 people um, perish from a crowd crush in one of Seoul's uh, popular nightlife districts following a massive turnout for Halloween weekend. November 5th, the Houston Astros win the World Series, defeating the Philadelphia Phillies. Should have been the Padres. Should have been the Padres. Midterms elections happen November 8th as the Republicans narrowly take back the House and the Democrats... Remain in power in the Senate. A second crypto collapse of the year uh, spells doom for FTX and owner Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, so, there, a, a string of, of shootings happened in late November, starting with uh, shootings at the University of Virginia, stabbings at the University of Idaho, and then a shooting at a nightclub in Colorado Springs, and then capped off by a shooting at a Walmart. Chesapeake, Virginia. That's so the thing about these recaps. There's like not a lot of detail. So it's just like it's like here's some news, here's some news, and here's some really shitty news that happened. Yeah, right. um, Cleveland- November 27th, protests erupt in China over President Z's
1: zero tolerance approach to COVID-19. A unusual challenge to his authority. Did you see the? I meant to ask you this before, but did you see the broadcasts of the Olympics in China and how different it was from everywhere else in the world? Not during the Olympics. I'm sorry, I misspoke. The World Cup. They no. they like weren't weren't showing cr- the crowd ever because there was tons of people with masks off and everything like that living life. You uh-huh. know, and in China they they don't do that yet. So nowhere in China was any of the fans or any stands or anything like that. It was always just on the field, on the players. Crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. just trying to completely censor an entire month long event. (laughs) It's gotta be a bitch. Well, along a similar
0: vein on December 7th, China retreats on its COVID policy. They drop, uh, most COVID testing and quarantine requirements and a hasty shift away from its zero COVID, uh, pandemic regime in the wake of national protests. Hmm. December 8th, Brittany Greiner is freed from a Russian prison and is returning home through uh, a prisoner exchange
1: for a Russian arms dealer. Possibly the biggest arms dealer we've ever had in custody. But we got her. Yeah, we got her. We got her. Joe, we did it.
0: <laughs> uh, FTX founder Sam bakeman Freed is charged by the U.S. Uh, with fraud and conspiracy on December thirteenth, uh, a day after being arrested in the Bahamas, December thirteenth, protection for same-sex marriages. President Biden signs a bill that gives federal recognition to same-sex and interracial marriages, and requires states to recognize marriages that took place in states where they are illegal. That was an interesting one because it was never—it
1: was basically like a like a political win. I'll say we never really talked about that one.
0: Yeah, because it was never a thing. It was, they were never in jeopardy.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize they were either. I don't know. No, they
0: weren't. It's basically like, we're recognizing what already is and like a, you know, like taking like a political victory lap kind of thing.
1: Yeah, right. December
0: 18th, Argentina wins the World Cup and perhaps the greatest World Cup final game to ever occur. Uh, They beat France in uh, PKs, which uh, I would like to make formal declaration right now that PKs be abolished from international soccer tournaments, perhaps all soccer tournaments,
1: and be replaced by a golden goal, period. Untimed, period. Golden goal. PKs are bullshit. I think you should still do your extra time because it it's fair sure. there. But yes. once once you hit 120 minutes, golden goal, baby. Golden F4 goal, goals. baby. Let's go. I ridiculous. Totally
0: it's ridiculous that uh, this level of... Not saying Argentina didn't earn this, but France would have earned it just as much had they wanted PKs to... Let something like this go to something as trivial as, as penalty kicks. It's a guessing game at the end of the exactly. day. You, you can't really yeah. be good at PKs. You can, but mm-hmm. you can't. Just so you, you can't be good at blocking goals. You can, but you're guessing at the end of the day. Right. In the NHL, you would never see a Stanley Cup final game end in PKs or end in a shootout. It wouldn't happen. Shootout, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. But in any case, Argentina wins uh, the World Cup and Messi is solidified as the greatest footballer to ever grace the planet earth two days before christmas a powerful winter storm leaves more than one million customers without power and brings flooding fatalities cancel flights and dangerous driving conditions to about two-thirds of the nation over the christmas
1: weekend you want to hear about some crazy ass shit regarding that yeah so we that happened you said 23rd so it was like you know thursday the kind of the shitty weather here in the midwest kind of continued into like saturday morning basically and then kind of was done didn't get as much snow as they advertised we were gonna get. People were saying upwards of 16 plus inches. That did not hit us in the Midwest. Uh, what we did get though was a decent amount of snow that then you know kind of melted a little bit or whatever, turned into ice and then that's when the temperatures mm-hmm. dropped to like sub-zero temperatures. We were down under zero for at least a day or two. And it was extremely windy. Uh, super, super bad in like Indiana where it's like pretty much just open farm fields. Um, so that all happened Thursday through kind of like Saturday morning. I'm driving back home uh, after the holidays on Monday, coming back, you know, from Toledo to Chicago. It's about a four and a half, five hour drive. Weather conditions were totally fine. We passed and we kept a count the entire time. Fifty-one vehicles that were run off the road, oh, jackknifed, no. semis that are flipped upside down. I'm I'm oh, not no. kidding you, Frank. Fifty-one of them. It was it was unbelievable. Like we saw a couple as we got right into Indiana, like Ohio, Indiana border, and we're like, oh, that's crazy, man. Like four in a row. It must have been like really bad here. And then we just got passing them. And passing them and dude, these, these, tr- I don't know how, what you do to do to unflip a semi or like to get a that kind of thing out of, like you got to bring in cranes at that point. Dude. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's unbelievable. And I can't imagine driving in those conditions or you're driving and you see a semi just like jackknifed, mm-hmm. crossing, f- slip, like terrifying. But yeah, so that was, you know, three, four days after all that happened, there was 51. So I've been trying to search the internet to see if they had like a number about how many vehicles actually you know, went off road, needed to be serviced, whatever, but it was just unbelievable. I I hope, you know, as many people that could be safe were and got to where they were going because it was just treacherous out here, man.
0: Yeah, it wasn't uh, much easier in the airports either. Uh, My brother was trying to get home from Lubbock, Texas to San Diego and had to cancel his flight, find a new flight and a new airline to go to Dallas on, Mm. on the hope without any guarantee whatsoever that he's going to make a flight to San Diego, flies to Dallas, gets to Dallas, finds a flight. They change his gate on him. He has to like rush over, home alone style, run, run, Rudolph, sprinting through the, the, air, the airport, um, gets on a plane to San Diego. Uh, there's a medical emergency. So when they land, they can't get off the plane for some hour because of what Jesus. reason? Or anything, I don't know. And then I don't know if you heard about Southwest, but they like, they're, they're planning or they're their scheduling system completely crashed (laughs) like like the day before Christmas.
1: I think something happened with that with Babs and his brother because his brother was supposed to go back. He's in the services. He was supposed to go back Mm -hmm. like the day or some after Christmas and he doesn't go back for like eight more days now. So something Yeah. Got all fucked up.
0: They 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 are running at like a 30% capacity right now. Mm. Canceled more than two thirds of their flights. (laughs) I know, dude.
1: Wow, man.
0: Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal uh just goes to show man even the best companies are just holding on by a thread yeah right damn dude that's crazy and that is 2022 i think a much less eventful year than 2021 although although still pretty eventful maybe maybe the biggest event of the century so far in russia's uh invasion of ukraine
1: Mm -hmm. so that is that i will say that 2022 as maybe not as news-heavy as a year, was a crazier for me in travel. This, I think, it was like my most traveled year this year. Hey, agreed. Went to Costa Rica on a makeup honeymoon. Vegas two different times, one time for work, one time for uh, Mr. Rager's bachelor party. San Diego for his wedding. Door County, uh, Wisconsin for camping, golf trip up in Michigan. Then I went to Germany for Oktoberfest with the family and, like, countless trips home with the little guy trying to make sure he gets to see grandparents and all the the family and stuff there, so it's it was a I feel like I was just constantly on the move this year, man. It's crazy. I kind of hope that twenty three settles down a little bit. Same, dude. I took twenty seven flights this year. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I you're know. Hella, hella miles though. Probably. I do
0: have the miles, bro. I will say yeah. that. Um, but I right at this point I can care less. Especially with the kid, I don't. I do not want to <laughs> yeah, take right. twenty seven flights, dude. <laughs> I got to travel for work next week. Next week, I have to go to Phoenix and then to Campbell and then back to San Diego within two days.
1: Has Jack spent much time like without you there? Like solo no. time taking care of baby? No. No. Yeah. Very those little. Those first trips were hard, I remember. For Sarah, yeah. it's like a, it's just a lot to deal with. It is. Because
0: not not that I'm like, you know, if I'm here, I'm working usually. But even so, she can knock on the door. Hey, can you hold him real quick? I want yeah, to go to Yeah, exactly. You know, it's mm-hmm. those little things. She's going to miss. Um, okay. So here's a statement. Get your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Young men will only do what's expected
1: of them. Mm. Agree or disagree? Young men will only do what is expected of them. I think if you're making a generalization about young men, that's probably accurate. But I think there's plenty of people that have solid role models that you know want to go above and beyond or are just internally motivated uh, to go that extra mile. But I think on the whole, yeah, that's probably true. But even somebody with a good role model, you might have a good role model. You might have somebody that you can look up to, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't equal your actions. True. But you still feel this as an aging man, but a young man is very motivated by a woman and, you know, maybe the sexual things that you could do. So a young man is very motivated to go above and beyond to show that he is a good partner you know, a lot of guys get get whipped very young. You know, like so, I, that might be an exception to the statement. I guess You get the pussy blinders on, and it kind of changes everything. Yeah, agreed.
0: <laughs> well, in so in that context, right, young men will only do what is necessary to get their PB wet.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: Okay. So in that context, those standards have declined drastically. Yeah, okay drastically yeah. right mm. um, I think we've all I think we've talked about it on the show I think we kind of know generally like the the feeling of you know single parent families um, kids getting raised without their father uh, today one in six men between the ages of 25 and 54 are unemployed or out of the workforce altogether we actually talked about this last time that's 10 million mm-hmm. men that number has doubled since the 1970s Over the past half century, the number of men per capita behind bars has more than quadrupled. Among white American males, in the bottom 30% of socioeconomic status, so like the the 30% of the the poorest white males, the number of prison inmates per capita has quintupled since 1975. It's gone up more than five times. For those in the top 20%, so the top 20 richest white Americans... Uh, the rate has remained virtually unchanged. And so I'm reading this article and what what they're trying to convey here is that men have been given an open door to do nothing and they've walked right through it, particularly in the context of raising a family. When this article makes this point, they talk about a lot of females who have born children to a less than ideal partner and (laughs) how they are willing to remove this man from their life altogether if they continue to keep up their poor habits, spending money on clothes, expensive items, drugs, alcohol, instead of focusing on their family. And then it ends with the assertion that young men will only do what is expected of them. The norms I'm quoting from the article now. Norms were loosened around being an absentee father, so more men took the option. But nobody wants to admit it because it upsets people. Instead, we retreat to discussions of poverty and economics because talking about family and parenting makes people feel weird and judgmental. Of course it does. You, as a parent, me as a parent, don't want anybody else making assertions or exp- or, or, or opinions on why we do what we do. Right. I am not married to the woman who has my child. I owe nobody an explanation about that whatsoever. Right. I yeah, don't want sure, an article yeah. being written about that saying writ large people who have kids and are not married are going to do this, this and this. Right. However, if we look at this data, we can only make that assertion that young men by and large have been held to very low standards and have been so far gladly accepting those standards and doing what is expected of them, because what is expected of them
1: is very little. Do you think this is not a problem that plagues women also? You think it's exclusively a man thing? Because um, I think we saw in COVID, if given the opportunity to fuck off, people are going to fuck off. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if that's necessarily a gender thing. No. Um, I think, like, traditionally, maybe more has been expected of the man as far as, like, professional career goes and, and supporting. I mean, obviously, that's all changing, as just traditionally. So maybe that's, like, why it's more highlighted there. But, like, I feel like women if not expected to do much, aren't, aren't going to like go above and beyond either. I, I, I think humans just in general are, I don't want to say lazy beings, but oh, I, we I are. don't think. No,
0: no, by nature. I mean, I, yeah, we, we, we are lazy. Are, yeah. No, a hundred percent. And that's that's for a, a, a very uh, uh, biological reason so that we can conserve energy to to survive. I mean, that's, mm, that's well true, known. Yeah, like, we have to fight true. our laziness all of the time. So yes, we are by nature lazy beings. So when you're being lazy, when you just want to veg out in the couch, that's not a problem with you. It's something that you're fighting against that is ingrained inside of you. So so yeah, I do I do think that we're lazy and that's why I think that this article is so great because it it explains that there was a time uh you know uh, uh, uh let me see if I can find it here that they have a figure of the let's see. So in 1960, almost 95% of working class families had two parents. Mm. And then in 2006 that's fallen below 35%, right?
1: Damn. So
0: there, there's a standard. And and this is in a very small sample size of a of a of a, of a, of a uh, area in in America, but I think accurately portrays what's happening by and large nationwide, uh, that there's a massive mm-hmm. divergence from families with two-parent households. So, yeah. If we are by nature lazy and mm-hmm. we continue to give into this and to make things easier for people and to make things, to, to give people a means to exist without having to do a whole heck of a lot to do so, then we're seeing people take those options. You couple that with drugs, as many drugs as you could possibly want at any given time. The amount of men who are willing to do things that would set them in prison, then this goes for all all races, all demographics of males, and the abundance of families that are now single-parent homes, whether that's from incarceration or that's just from, you know, whatever it is, whatever the reasons are that this is single-family homes, I think a lot of the blame has to go on to men and how we allow for this terrible behavior for men to continue and continue and continue.
1: I feel you, man. I, f- I totally feel you. But like with the, the revolution, you could call it like the, the sexual revolution or, or like the, the progression of women over the past 50 to 75 years and they're, you know, breaking the chains of being the stay-at-home mom and all this other stuff, I've, I have to say that there is much to blame in this scenario as men. Like, I don't think it's it's always on a man to be, like, a sole provider or, like, that's what it, it has been 50, 60 years ago. But, like, I think it's just as much on women these days to kind of, like, step up and, and and do this as well. Like, if, if all things are going to be, you know, all things are equal and we're all in the same playing field in a – woman can do as much as a guy can, which is true. But like, I I feel like this stuff, then we can't just be like, oh, men suck. We need to, you know, it's all on men to fix. Like, it's hard for me to get behind Mm. that. If if we're also saying that like women are as empowered as men are. So the
0: man... Which they should be. The man of 2022 and Mm -hmm. the man of 1935, biologically, are the same man. Sure. The only thing that has changed is the circumstances with which they're in. So I don't think that men are bad at all. I don't think Mm -hmm. by nature, men are... Deceiving or able to just divorce themselves from a from a, a family that they've created. I, I don't think that's an inherent trait in men. I think their circumstances have shaped those decisions, and I think that's what this article is talking about. It's not the man. Mm. It's not that men are bad. It's that we've put them in circumstances that have allowed them to be shitty, and they've taken the opportunities that we that have, that, that we that that we as a society. Have given I got them. you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, The the creation of the birth control pill has allowed for women to not be beholden to a sexual partner and be afraid that they're going to get pregnant and so that they can go and live their life and be free to be in a relationship with somebody. And if it doesn't work out, great. But that's also given men an opportunity to be... Not accountable for their actions sexually, especially if they know that their partner is is on birth control. So they can go mm-hmm. and they can not treat this woman as respectfully as they would they would need to. If the stakes were a child, right? So mm-hmm. so just give, give 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 yourself that perspective, and then expand that upon four or five decades of men, and then you get what you see when you go to college, right? It's just a big sex part, why? Yeah, because we have given men zero consequences for their actions and we have allowed them to be pigs we have allowed them to not take responsibility for their actions we have allowed them to go and just run wild and as men especially young men with very little understanding of
1: emotions we've encouraged that like it, it listen to any popular female hip hop artist right now even r&b they're talking about sex. Like that is oh, that's what sells. Dude, that is have that you is, is... you've seen
0: that video uh, that's been circulating. It's one of my favorite videos. It's a comedian and he's standing up and he's talking about uh, them canceling Baby It's Cold Outside. And the year they canceled no, that, the number one no. song in America was WAP. So he reads <laughs> he reads the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside, and then he reads the lyrics to WAP. <laughs> dude, it's incredible. It's oh, incredible. And God. they you know, they they canceled Baby It's Cold Outside because it's kind of rapey. Kinda. Not really. There's uh, yeah. Like one line about maybe spiking her drink different times. I'm not one to judge there.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, Mick Rick Ross not too long ago said I put a Molly in her drink, she didn't even know it. <laughs> he's still making That's, music. I did not know that. Um, really?
0: I did oh, not know. Yeah.
1: No yeah, I think the bar <laughs> is put a Molly in her drink, she didn't even know it. Took her back to the crib, she didn't even know it, or something like that. And this dude <laughs> owns Hello Wing stops. So he's making oh he's still my making God. music. <laughs> That's statutory rate. So why are we canceling baby? It's cold outside. It's a great song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But here's at the end of the day, the, the, the mother, whether it's the woman, whether it's fair, unfair, or otherwise, they are with that child. If they become pregnant, Mm -hmm. the man
1: has been given the option to be not present. The woman's given the option to not have the kid also. Okay. But what do you say about
0: all the women that haven't taken that option?
1: Is it only on the man? Like. If a man doesn't want to have a kid and a woman says, says I'm going to have this kid, I don't know. I can see how that sucks for the male to like then have to step up. Present me a scenario where a
0: man is the father of a kid and doesn't take care of him, and that is the woman's fault.
1: No, no, no. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm saying a, a guy who's just was casually fucking around on a weekend, got a girl pregnant, says, yo, I don't want to be a dad. She says, well, I want to have this kid. I can see how it's harder for that dad to be like, okay. I'm gonna, you know, fuck it. Like we're gonna, I'm gonna full force into this thing, you know, off of a mistake. It, yeah, and well, that's, it and that happen. is does happen. That the could be the best thing he
0: ever did. Well, and that, but that's the exact attitude I'm talking about. Yeah, is that that's the standard? That is the standard. It's not the gold standard. That's the bare minimum standard. Mm. But why is
1: that all on the guy?
0: The woman was just as promiscuous. Okay, but it doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Like, like it. We're not talking. We're not even talking about whose fault it is. We're talking about. Yeah. Are you seeing what situation that you're in? And are you going to take responsibility Mm -hmm. for it or not? Whose fault it is at that point doesn't matter. The baby's there, right? If the mom's having the kid, baby's there. Boom. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are you going to do? Right. And as a society, we've allowed for that man to take the bare minimum standard and completely throw it out the window and time and time and time and time and time again. Mm -hmm. And how can that not lead to wholesale disaster? As a society, I, I, I think we're pretty much there, especially as the family as a unit is attacked on wholesale. There was a uh, 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 there was an article by a, a, a gentleman named Patrick Parkinson. He's a law professor at the University of Queensland. And um, he goes to this event at the UN headquarters in New York. And he's stressing the importance of a stable two-parent family for children, right? And a lot of these people that he's given this talk to, they're all academic elites. And a lot of them take exception, right? they start pushing back. No, that doesn't need to happen. Um, you know, this, that, and the other, it's all socioeconomics. It has nothing to do with the man or the woman or this, that, and the other. Right. And so he writes, uh, I was surprised then when one, one of the members of the expert group who was most insistent that two parent families were just an ideal said to me quietly as we were packing up that she agreed that family stability mattered. She described the strict and ordered regime in her own home one with two biological uh, unmarried parents. Her young children had a routine, clear boundary. She restricted the television usage. It was a reward, not a staple of their entertainment diet. And she agreed that stability does matter to children. But having made that enormous concession to his point of view, she, she suggested jokingly that, that he had better leave. And it was not a concession she would make openly, nor could she have articulated it in the course of the meeting. In her public professional world, marriage is a most unfashionable, and stability is not important if that is somehow to be contrasted with the adult's pursuit of their own happiness. And I think that's right there, the crux of it, right? We're way more insistent on telling people to live your truth, follow your happiness, right? If it makes you happy, do it. This, that, and the yeah. other. Instead of saying, mm, here's a standard here. And we, as a society, are going to hold you to this very strict standard because we know not only inherently, but through data that two-parent households are the best way to give your kid a chance at the highest success. It's not a guarantee, but it's the best way to do it. And this is where we're going to draw the line. And if you're thinking about not, not participating in this, you better have a good reason, or else we're going to shun you as a, as a society. We're going to shame you because you deserve it. Because this is not about just your child, but it's about a society as a whole. And your child is now part of society, and it is now your responsibility to make the society better through your procreation. And that's not a message that we're sending out. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, I saw another uh, study kind of kind of in the, in the, in the same line here, and, and it compares f- risk of firearm-related death and injury— among young adult males in selected U.S. cities with wartime service in Iraq and Afghanistan. Ready Gee, for this? Okay, sure. Here's a question. How does the risk of firearm-related death and injury for young adult males in parts of four major U.S. cities compare with the corresponding risk faced by military personnel deployed to war? This cross-sectional study of 130,000 young adult men living in Chicago, Philadelphia, New York, and Los Angeles in 2020 and 2021 found that young adult males from zip codes with the most violence in Chicago and Philadelphia had a notably higher risk of firearm related death than US military personnel who served during the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq while the most violent areas in New York City and Los Angeles were associated with less risk for adult males living in or adult males in these theaters of war in short in the most violent places of Philadelphia and Chicago you are more likely to die from firearm-related uh, uh, injury than if you were deployed to war. So I guess the name Chirac holds up because that is fucking yeah. wild, dude. That's mm-hmm. fucking wild. Wild. It's
1: more dangerous Absolutely than Iraq. Believe it. What? Yeah. How is it possible? Isn't it weird to Ugh. think, like, in all of the Iraq War, which has spanned like twenty some years or whatever, I think we've only lost like—I don't want to like, demean this—but I think we've only lost like three thousand some people. I don't—I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think it's that many people. And it might then be you a look little bit more than the, that, but yeah, I, I, yeah. It's—it's yeah. it's much shorter than something like World War II or Vietnam. I was gonna say, yeah, in World War II, we lost—I think it's like a half a million almost. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I think yeah. it's about half a million. And then, obviously, all the other nations lost people. So, And that was a war that lasted, what, five years? 19... Four,
0: yeah, not less than that. Three and a half, four years.
1: Yeah. So, I just wonder, like, is that a result of our warfare technology advancing so much that we don't have to use the tactics we used to or just kind of send bodies at the problem? or is Yeah, it just for sure. The guerrilla warfare style of the Middle East kind of makes it totally different battles, so, you know?
0: I, I, I don't know that, like, even in, in Ukraine right now, it, it's not like... We're bringing our army to meet your army, right? I mean, yeah, planes were, right. were barely, you know, a thing in, in World War II. So, yeah, it's 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 uh, the development of war, the development of how you fight, going building to building uh, in a you know in an urban area versus you know fighting in a field in France. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, w- and we got to w- fight way more carefully in Iraq because they're like basically surrounding themselves with civilians, so civilians, that you can't. Yeah. Rolling and fuck them up yeah so okay before we get out of here i had a yes. crazy story from over the weekend that took place uh, in columbus and in indianapolis just wild stuff so i wanted to share it with you guys sarah sarah told me about it and i was just like whoa holy shit so basically last uh, on december 19th a car was sitting idle with two twin boys in the back seat the mom ran inside to grab something quick that car was stolen mm. with the babies inside takes oh, off. Shit. The police have like a video of the person that got him. They have a mugshot up of this person that they're circulating around. People people can't find the babies that whole day the 19th. So the next day, one of the children, Kaiere Thomas, was found uh by a passerby in the parking lot of the Dayton International Airport. No car to be found. The other baby's still missing. No one has any idea what's going on. So this is in the Columbus-Dayton area. Uh, go into the weekend now, the, on the 20th here, an Indianapolis resident named Cheyenne Del Mar bought toys from a woman who was hanging out at a uh, Northwest Indianapolis gas station. Then the per- person that she buys the toys from asks her to give her a ride. She's acting kind of like normal at first, but... As the ride goes on, kind of weird, so she takes, like, uh, a video, uh, Cheyenne does, of this lady just kind of like, oh, I'll show my friends this lady's weird. She drops the woman off and ends up sharing the story in the video with her cousin, Mecca Curry, uh, who they then realize, like, holy shit, this is, this is, that. I think you were in the car with the lady whose mugshot is circulating for this Columbus kidnapping.
0: Oh shit! holy
1: we got to do something we got to do something they call the police they don't have any leads about who this person like anything so you know kind of a dead end whatever so Cheyenne gets the idea like okay we exchange phone numbers I I'm going to call her back and try to buy more toys and and try to you know link up with her or whatever this lady had said her name was May that's the name she Mm -hmm. gave them she goes with her cousin Mecca they meet up with them confirm that yes this is the lady like what the fuck she's not with the car we don't see a baby with her what's going on we got to figure this out. Uh, they, they come up with a plan. They take the woman to a store, and they're going to go around shopping after they bought more toys uh, just to kind of hang out or whatever, to kind of act a chummy with her. They uh, w- While they're in the store, one the one cousin calls the Columbus police, who then redirects them to the Indianapolis police, who then doesn't believe them and, and is not helping them. Uh, they continue to call Indianapolis police like, yo, we have this lady. This is her. We know for a fact. They're still uh, like not giving them credence. This is these these two. They're women in India or they're American, in Columbus, by the way. They're in Indianapolis. These kids okay. went missing in Columbus, though. Yeah. Okay. So like the police just aren't listening to these two ladies calling them repeatedly. Like yo, we have a person who was trafficking children, stole the car, blah blah blah. Eventually, they get them to take them seriously after I think it said like five or six calls to, to the Indy Police Department. What happened is they called back to the two ladies when they're in the car with this the kidnapper, and so the lady had to act like it was a friend calling. So she's basically trying to give police the information they need to find them on this interstate and pull them over without tipping this lady off. So, you know, hey, Darlene, how are you talking? Oh, yeah, we're just driving up uh, I-69 right now. You know, like, oh, yeah, I still got my old gray hatch. they like, kind of like trying to bullshit so she right, doesn't right. tip off this lady. Eventually, they do get stopped. It was on I-65 South, actually. They they basically, like, fake a traffic violation, a speeding ticket, whatever, get pulled over by the cops. They arrest this lady. But she's not giving them any information about where the car is and where the other kid is. No idea. You know, she's not talking, blah, 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 blah. Well, this is right before, you know, we're looking at this upcoming week of the Midwest temperatures dropping, everything else going crazy. These girls that are, are were pretty much like being independent detectives here doing this work are like, we need to find this car. We need to find this baby. Something's going on. Well, luckily enough, in the backseat of Mrs. Delmar's car, there was a uh, little uh, bus schedule Mm -hmm. that this lady had left there. So they thought, okay, maybe the best thing we do is we know what the car is that was missing. It was a, a Honda. And we know she obviously had something to do with the bus schedule going from Indianapolis to you know, Dayton or Columbus. So they decided to go and drive that day to these different stops and try to find a snow covered car. Cause it had snowed over the past few days and try to see if they could get any leads to try to find something. Went to a couple of these stations, didn't find anything. Uh, apparently they were about to give up and uh, <laughs> said they got hungry and they stopped at a Papa John's uh, that was right by this train stop there. Mm-hmm. They saw a snow covered Honda.
0: No way. That
1: fit the description Look inside the Honda. They see the legs of a baby still sitting in the car. They obviously aren't going to just break into this car. They go into a, they see a cop car, go into a nearby, nearby Blaze Pizza, find the two officers and say, hey, there's a baby in this car out here. We also believe this car is to be stolen. The cops go. Eventually, obviously, they have jurisdiction to go and break into it. They rescue this baby that was sitting in this car for, they believe, at least two days with no oh food, water, anything. my God. Baby... It was non-responsive, but is now in stable condition and okay. So that's that's the first thing I wanted to say. The baby did not die. Both of these twins have been returned to their mother. So that's awesome. But a really interesting thing when this story came out is that all news outlets that I that I was seeing, even CNN, say police find. Missing baby in blah blah. blah. They give oh, no, no no credence or anything to these ladies that just spent like days of their life like they figuring this out case. for the police. They sold the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just want to give a shout out to Cheyenne Delmar and Mecca Curry. That that's amazing work. I, I cannot believe you guys found the second baby. That is that is so cool. Uh, this lady, I think, had the lady that called herself May, had a slew of mental all kind of problems and shit like that. But I mean, obviously if you're going to leave a kid in a parking lot of an airport and another one just in a parking lot of a Papa John's, but good on them. I hope that these news outlets kind of correct the reporting of the story because it's, it's just amazing to see the dedication of these people. And, you know, it seems simple as I read the story back, but to think of all that shit in the moment, retrace the bus stop. It's just, no it's, way. it's great. Yeah. Man. No way. And that's so, no
0: slight on police, but to, you know, reunite no. a family with their baby like that, it's, that is yeah. Yeoman's work.
1: Yeah, so ya. give credit where credit's due, and, and luckily those that mother got to spend Christmas with both of her b- twin baby boys, so um, it has a happy ending, but just a crazy story just with kind of a bunch of twists and turns, so I just thought I'd bring it up.
0: Excellent story, Al. Way to uh, send us off here. We're not going to do picks this week because uh kind of ran over.
1: And I lost in the f- semis of both my leagues, so I don't give a Ouch. fuck about the NFL anymore. Go Lions.
0: Ouch. I'm in the finals. <laughs> um, let me just make sure. I haven't even checked. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm in the finals against a one Brian Duncan. Um, oh, baby. And I plan, I am, yes. I plan on fully shitting down his throat. In our league? No. No, this is in, oh. in his, his this league I've been doing with them for, gosh, I don't know.
1: Dude, I had an 80% chance during those games. Had an 80% chance of winning oh, both of them. I and hate lost both of the games. I know I hate projections, bro. I got so mm. confident. I'm talking to Zach, who I think won. The other game in that league I'm like dude you just want to split the pot you know for fucking not (laughs) for nothing I deserved it
0: well if you're in the uh, fantasy finals this week good luck to you unless your Mm -hmm. name is Brian Duncan
1: then you can go fuck (laughs) (laughs) oh man well everyone have a good New Year's when you return one of the hosts might have a new tattoo it's hard to tell (sighs) but there's a chance
0: maybe (laughs) we haven't set any timelines on that yet I still got three days too Ago, it's true yeah there's still- is, <laughs> is it worth spending the rest of my life in prison <laughs> to not get this tattoo i'm not going i'm, I'm I sh- no you details might, you, you might should you might edit that out <laughs> That's,
1: uh, they don't take
0: that uh, lightly
1: in the meantime if people want to find us on all our social networks and all that stuff send us an email where can they do that frank you can hit us up on twitter at friendship nh you can
0: uh, find us on tiktok and instagram Same handle friendship news hour and you can send us an email bummerdude.media at gmail.com b-u-m-m-e-r-d-u-d-e dot media at gmail.com see ya in 2023